Blog Talk Radio.
tonight. We're on Reaching Out Radio. This is Pastor Brian. I'm here with Pastor Leah. And we're going to be sharing four things that can assist you with your defi- with defining with who you really are. Now, these are going to help you with your walk in life and give you some encouragement and some and to help you meeting your challenges and your purpose in your journey. And remember this, regardless of your age or your position or even your station in life, God has a plan and a purpose for you. So this evening, we're going to be sharing four things for your future. We're going to talk about to awaken, to be strong, and for inspiration, and lastly, for fulfillment. And if you would like to call in tonight to the radio station, you can, and if you'd like to listen, that number here is 626-696-8607. And that phone number again is 626-696-8607. So, with that, greetings from scenic Columbus, Texas, where the town where we live is located on the beautiful Colorado River. Now, Columbus is the oldest and surveyed and planted Anglo-American town here in Texas. And it's on the side of the legendary Indian village of Montezuma. And they say that members of Stephen F. Austin's original Old 300 group began arriving out here in the area way back in 1821. So with that, good evening, sister and evangelist Montel Fields. I'm Brian Fouts. And I'm Leah Fouts. And this evening that we're excited to be here on the radio, on Reaching Out Radio, where we are the hand. So I think that we're back here. I'm going to hang up for a second, and I'm going to call right back into the show. Hold on. Hey, so anyway, we just had a short that just came up on our end, and we apologize for that. So... We're just going to pick up kind of where I think we left off. So good evening, Sister and Evangelist Montel Fields, and I'm Brian Fouts. And I'm Leah Fouts. And this evening we're excited to be back here on Reaching Out Radio, where we are reaching out to be the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ. And for those of you in the listening area, Leah and I are with Hazak Ministries, and our ministry was started with the vision to bring a message of hope, healing, and encouragement to those who are hurting lost or hopeless. The word hazak is a Hebrew word. It means to make or to be strong, to strengthen, to sustain, to support, and to encourage. We hope that you, our listeners, will be encouraged with our message this evening. So if you've missed any of our previous radio programs, you can always go to Reaching Out Radio at www.blogtalkradio.com. Let me give you that address again. It's www.blogtalkradio.com. And just type in Brian and Leah Fouts, and there you can find all of our previous shows, and you can listen to them free on demand. Before we start, let's open the program with a word of prayer. I would like to pray for protection for Montel and for Reaching Out Radio. And we pray against any technical difficulties 
against any demonic powers in the airwaves. And we'd like to pray for those that are out there in the listening audience tonight. And we pray for open hearts and for changed lives this evening. And we ask all of this in the holy, blessed name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. So this evening, Lee and I always like to do something uh, kind of usual, but we're doing a little bit different tonight than what we normally do. Sometimes we start off the show and say, hey, on this date in music history, here's what happened, or what happened in Jewish history. But the Lord prompted us to begin doing these shows about understanding words and sayings that would tie into our life study here, and how his word gives us hope, gives us healing, and gives us encouragement. Now, again, this evening, we're going to be sharing four things for your future. We're going to talk about to awaken, to be strong, and for inspiration, and lastly, for fulfillment. So with that, let's get started. Are you ready, Leah? Yep, let's go. You know, I just love living out here in the country, especially out here near the wonderful Colorado River. Oh, me too. And it's very beautiful out here. Yes, it is. And... I just love the people who live out here, and it's very, very peaceful. And, you know, there's lots of side country roads out here for us to travel on. That's right. It is peaceful, and I love the drives we take. Yes, we do. And so, again, we're talking about that word awaken tonight. Awaken? Yep. Learning what it means to really be awakened. Why is that? Well, because this is going to be a year of great awakenings and blessings. And besides, with this new year, it's a new time and and new seasons. Oh, this is going to be a fun topic. You bet it is. So, folks, grab your pen or pencil and some paper and get ready to learn some really great tips for your walk in life. Or get to your computer or iPad or iPhone and be prepared for some great ideas to help you and your future. So, my bride, are you ready? Oh, yes. Let's get started, Val. You know, it was on one of these times out here in Columbus that I was lying peacefully in bed. I could see some light kind of coming out of the corner of my eyes, and I thought, gee, it must be late. It probably was. (laughs) Yes, and I had a feeling that I should get up. Yes, it was. Time to get out of bed, lazy bones. (laughs) You bet. And you're just too funny, my dear. Thank you. (laughs) You know, now there is a thought for you. Well, so when I sat up in bed, I noticed the clock. 10.30 a.m. Wow. Yes, you actually slept until then. Usually, you are up in the middle of the night and then back in bed for just a couple of hours. Yep, I usually do. So I really must have really needed that sleep. Yes, you did. So anyway, as I lay there in the bed... Thinking? That must have been dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it probably was for me. All right, so it's early. But I was thinking anyway, so there I am. And this word, awaken, came to my mind. And I began to think about what this really, really means and why we should all be awakened. I've got this one, Brian. Off to the dictionary I went and found some really interesting meanings to this early morning word. Webster's Dictionary defines awaken as follows. 
Number one, to wake up. Well, duh. duh. <laughs> Number two is to become aware of something. Number three, to cause to wake up. Huh. Yeah? yeah, to cause to wake up, huh? Yeah. Number four is to cause someone to become aware, alert, or enlightened, like you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we need more people that are alert like that. Well, you know, uh, I don't know about you, but number four really kind of was really hit my spirit a lot. It says to become aware or to be alert or enlightened. Yep. I found a great scripture verse about being awake. This is from Psalm 57, verse 9, in the Amplified Bible. Awake, my glory, my inner self. Awake, harp and lyre. I will awake right early. Uh, right early, I will awaken with the dawn. That's awesome. <laughs> awaken with the dawn. It kind of sounds like me. Well, anyway, I looked at that same passage in the Living Bible, and I found that that translation really rocked. It says, Rouse yourself, my soul. Arise, O harp and lyre. Let us greet the dawn with song. <laughs> now that sounds like you. You usually wake up to music on your brain. Yes, I do, and I love it. Oh, so that so what does that word mean in Hebrew? Well, that word in Hebrew for awaken is the word ur, but it's really pronounced ord, and it means to rouse oneself or to awake. It means to stir up or to incite. It means to be excited or triumphant, and it means to open one's eyes. Oh, these were really cool definitions, Brian. I know. Now think about that third meeting for just a moment. Okay. Number three is to be excited or triumphant. You bet. So to be excited and triumphant. Wow. Now is that cool or what? It is cool. And why should we be that way? Well, we should awaken each day with an exciting approach to life, to look forward to being enlightened and to stir up a great passion and fire to share the good news with others. Oh, now I love that approach to life. And didn't Jesus give us his answers to share with others about the good news? Yes, he did. I want to share with our listeners that Jesus gave us a command about the good news. This is from Mark 16, verse 15, from the Living Translation Bible. And then he told them, you are to go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone, everywhere. That's awesome. And I love the way that that also reads in the King James Bible version. And he said unto them, go ye into all of the world and preach the gospel to every creature. didn't just say every man, but it says to every creature. But, Brian, some of our listeners may say, I don't have all of the scripture verses learned, and I have not studied as much as other people have. How can I be excited and share the good news with others? Well, actually, that's pretty easy. You see, you have in your memory and your feelings of what it was like to give your life to Christ and to learn to share that experience with someone else. And, folks, your story is real. That's right. It is real. They can't refute it. 
And, you know, you've probably also had some times when you were down and out and thought everything and everyone was against you. But God pulled you out of the grave and the rut and changed your life and your circumstances. Yes, he will. He did for me. And if you think hard enough, you will find where your prayers were answered. Learn to share those answers to your prayers, and when you do, it will actually encourage others. So, what does this all have to do with Awaken? Well, you know, this past year, we've continued our study reading with Smith Wigglesworth and the complete collection of his life teachings. It is an awesome book, to say the least, folks. And in his book, along with the Miles Monroe's book of Kingdom Principles and our regular study Bible that we use, the Lord has opened our eyes even that much more. And it has awakened both of us. Oh, my gosh. These have been powerful resources for our daily walks. Yes, they are. And Lester Sumrall talked about Smith Wigglesworth's vision. This account comes from his book, Pioneers of Faith. Some Sumerall, is that right? I can't yeah, that's all right. Relates how he met Miss Wiggers, Wigglesworth during the dark days of World War II and gives the following account. He says, shutting his eyes again, he said, I see the greatest revival in the history of mankind coming to planet Earth. Maybe as never before. Amen. And I see every form of disease healed. And I see whole hospitals emptied with no one there. And even the doctors are running down the streets shouting. He told me that there would be untold numbers of uncountable multitudes that would be saved. And no man will say, so many, so many, because nobody will be able to count those who come to Jesus. And no disease will be able to stand before God's people. And it will be a worldwide situation, just not local, not just in your community, the whole world. And he said, a worldwide thrust of God's power and God's anointing upon mankind. And then he opened his eyes and he looked at me and he said, I will not see it, but you shall see it. The Lord says that I must go on to my reward, but that you will see the mighty works that he will do upon the earth in the last days. Amen. This is a time of great awakening, and God is more eager to answer than we are to ask. I found this great passage about being awakened. This is from Romans 13:11 in the New American Standard Bible. Do this, knowing the time that it is already the hour for you to awaken from sleep. For now, salvation is nearer to us than when we believed. Romans 13, verse 11. Isn't that neat? And I want to read that again. It says, do this, knowing the time that it is already the hour for you to awaken from sleep. For now, salvation is nearer to us than when we believed. Ah, Leah, thank you for that verse. And that was really neat. And, folks, this should enlighten all of us to stir up a great passion in us and to awaken the Holy Spirit that dwells within each of us. Gosh, this was an amazing study. So, Brian, what are we sharing next with our listeners? Well, the next thing we're going to talk about is 
Be Strong. Oh. So our topic is Be Strong. Ooh, this is going to be another great topic. You bet it is, Leah, and it's awesome. So tonight we're going to be talking about being strong. Mm. And you know every day that we should learn to be strong and to be courageous. Yes, it can. And with the Lord, every day can begin with excitement and change. Yes, it can. And so let me ask you a question. Okay. Yo, heads up. You got the power. <laughs> Who's got the power? That's it. Uh, yep. You see, did you ever wonder where that statement came from? Well, sort of. Well, and do you ever wonder what it really means? Well, now that you mention it. Well, you know, it wasn't long ago that we had a friend out here to the hill where we used to live, and we were talking about people and encouraging others. Yes, I remember that. And you know, there I was, sitting comfortably in my rocking chair. <laughs> you are always comfortable in your chair on the porch. Yes, I was. And so you're right. So there I was, sharing about our ministry with our friend and how we encourage others. And then, wham! Did you fall out of your chair? <laughs> no, silly girl, I didn't fall out of the chair. But it was just at that moment that it was revealed to me just where encouragement comes from. Okay, where? Well, encouragement comes from being strong. Oh. And to be strong, for there is strength in our words, and there is strength in the name of the Lord. I love that. So, what do you think that it really means to be strong? The online Webster Dictionary defines the word strong as having great physical power and ability, having moral or intellectual power, having great resources, the state of being strong, a capacity for exertion or endurance, and the power to resist force and the power of resisting attack. That's it, Leah. Now, listeners, now that Hebrew word for the word strong is chazak. It almost kind of sounds like a cat swallowing a hairball. <laughs> but it's really pronounced chazak, not hazak, but it's pronounced chazak. And that is the name of our ministry, chazak. Yes, it is. And this word chazak means to be strong, to grow strong, to be firm and to be secure, and to restore strength and to give strength. And to make strong, to strengthen, to sustain, to encourage. Mm -hmm. And there's a really great scripture verse that goes with this. Oh, I want to do this one. Well, okay, sweetie, it's all yours. This is from Joshua 1.9, and I'm reading this from the New American Standard Bible. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not... Tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that's Joshua 1.9 in the New American Standard Bible. So, listeners, did you know that when we go through life that we will experience many trials? Oh, yeah, and not just a couple of them, but lots of trials. <laughs> you bet we will. And... The enemy will attack from all sides. Yes, he will. And so, Leah, what kind of examples could you share with our listeners about what some of those trials may look like? Well, they will come through 
obstacles that are placed in our path. All right. Like who or like when? They can come from your work, from your coworkers. Your coworkers? You mean like our buddies? Yeah. <laughs> and those obstacles can come even from our family and friends. You bet. And if you think about this, folks, it is a battle. It's fire by combat, if you will, and we need to learn to be strong. And we need to learn to have endurance and courage to persevere. And we will need to be very, very strong. And we need strength. The Apostle Paul told us to be strong. I am reading this from the Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 11 in the New American Standard Bible. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. You bet. And James reminds us to count it all joy. That's right, Brian, because we will need endurance to be strong through the fight. This is from James 1 verses 2 through 5. Brian, can you help me with this? Well, sure I can help you with this. I am reading this from the New American Standard Bible. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing. And that was one of the verses that we learned when we were going through counseling after our daughter mm-hmm. had been murdered. Yep. So if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, mm-hmm. and it will be given to him. Now, we have to be strong in order to fulfill the vision or the calling for which that the Lord has given to us. And... We cannot let fear or doubt consume us and keep us from our appointed destination. Very good. Fear not. There is nothing to fear, for I am with you. Do not look around you in terror and be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen and harden you to difficulties. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will hold you up and retain you with my victorious right hand of righteousness and justice. And from this... This comes uh, from Isaiah 41.10 in the Amplified Bible. Now, part of our daily walk should be reading the scriptures every day. Mm -hmm. And we should be praying for his grace and we should be staying strong in his word. I want to read this next passage to you. This is from 2 Corinthians 12, 9 in the Amplified Version. And it says, But he said to me, My grace, my favor and loving kindness and mercy is enough for you, sufficient against any danger, and enables you to bear the trouble manfully. For my strength and power are made perfect, fulfilled and completed and show themselves most effective in your weakness. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I will all the more gladly glory in my weaknesses and my infirmities, that the strength and the power of Christ 
the Messiah, may rest, yes, may pitch a tent over and dwell upon me. Wow. And listeners, in chapter 1 of the book of Joshua, we are told three times to be strong. The Lord tells us to be strong, then very strong, then very, very strong. Starting in verse 6, it reads, Be strong, confident, and of good courage, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. And then in verse 7 it says, Only you be strong and be very courageous, that you may do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you, and turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. In verse 8 it reads like this, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may be that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. You bet. And finally in verse nine it says the very, very strong part comes into play in the command. He says, mm-hmm. Have I not commanded you? Be strong, be vigorous and very courageous. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, I want to close out this portion of this particular study with this thought. Mm -hmm. As you begin your journey this next week, learn to stand tall. Stand up, pull your shoulders back, and have confidence, and learn to be strong. Not just strong, but like they say in Hebrew, Hazak, be Hazak, be very, very Hazak. So, Brian, what is our next part of tonight's study? Well, listen in, and I'm going to tell you. Okay. So, do you ever have one of those days where you are thinking about some of the things that you have done in your life? Now and then, you know, the usual stuff. Oh, I don't mean the usual stuff, but things that really made a difference. Like what things? Well, things that changed the direction in your life that made you go from being down and out and in the pit of despair and then jumping back up and into the game of life. Jumping back into life? How so? Well, with two feet, hop, 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 hop. (laughs) Well, you know, perhaps it was the jump in excitement and that sudden boundless amount of energy that you suddenly got. Yes, I can remember some of those times. So... What was the one thing that made you move and got you out of your slump? I really don't remember. What did it for you? Well, while standing out on the back porch of our last home and viewing the countryside there, I was reminded of one word that can make a difference. What word is that? That word is inspiration. Oh, so our topic today is on inspiration? Yes, it is. This is going to be a fun topic for tonight, Brian. So, as we discussed, tonight we're going to be learning to be inspired or to have inspiration. And why this just might be one of the most important things to you in your life and in your walk. So, Brian, someone might ask, why inspiration? Why not something else? 
Well, as they say down here in Texas, that's a great question. <laughs> so today I want to just share about how inspiration can move you and it can move others. First, we have to know what the word means. I checked out on the line dictionary for the meaning of this word inspiration. So what would you find out? Basically, the root word is inspire, and it means, number one, means something that makes someone want to do something or that gives someone an idea about what to do or create. Number two, a force or influence that inspires someone. Number three, to breathe or blow into or upon, to infuse as life by breathing. And number four, to cause someone to have a feeling or emotion. And that doesn't mean that your boss comes to you and says that if you don't do this job, I'm going to let God find you another job either. (laughs) Now, that same word is used as a verb, but actually means to influence or to move. Or it actually, this was cool, it means or to guide by divine or supernatural inspiration. It also means to exert an animating and enlivening or exalting influence. And it also means to spur on. It means to impel. And guess what? It means to motivate. Now, this was really cool. The word inspiration means a divine influence or action on a person believed to qualify him or her to receive and communicate sacred revelation. Well, that's pretty cool, sacred revelation. Mm -hmm. Now, listeners, you've just heard Leah read these meanings, and you might have a question or two about that. Yes, they might. Something like, okay, I get this. But why does it mean but why does it mean to breathe or blow into? This does not make sense. Well, all right, bear with me just a second here, dear, because this is really cool. Now this same word inspiration in the Hebrew language is neshama. Mm-hmm. And it actually means to breathe or spirit. Now the Strong's Concordance gives these meanings. The Strong's Concordance is a big book that you can get in, and it'll it'll tell you what words mean in Bible verses in the Old Testament for in Hebrew and in the New Testament in Greek. Now it says one, it means to it's the breath of God. It also means the breath of man, and it also means every breathing thing, and it also means the spirit of man. Oh, I found a really great verse on the last one. All right. It's all yours. What did you find? This is from Job 32, verse 8 in the King James Version. But there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. And that's from Job 32, verse 8 in the King James Version. Wow. Oh, yes, wow. Because this inspiration is actually given by God, and it is breathed into our lives. Did you hear that, folks? This inspiration is actually given by God, and it's breathed into our lives. So knowing that, so then why is this important? Can't we just, can't we just do it ourselves under our own power and mind? 
Well, sure you can, but here's a great response. We hear these so-called experts tell us every day that we can do anything that we want because of our great mind. <laughs> Can't we just do anything? We're pretty smart, you know. Well, I don't know about you, but I find that the answers to all of my questions are usually found or always found in the scriptures. I got this one. I'm reading this passage from 2 Timothy 3.16 in the NASB, NASB. Okay. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. That's just awesome, Leah. And you know, folks, that when you read that to me, when you actually read that to me earlier this week, Leah, uh-huh. I, would, I got to think and I said, how much deeper does this get? So then I decided to look up that same verse and passage in the Amplified Translation, and as I was looking it up, I was really amazed to find out what I found in there. And this is what I found. Every scripture is God-breathed, given by his inspiration, and profitable for instruction, for reproof and conviction of sin, for correction of error and discipline and obedience, and for training in righteousness, in holy living, in conformity to God's will, in thought, in purpose, and in action. And that's from Second Timothy 3.16. Okay, Brian, I get this. But some of our listeners out there may ask, what about my life today? Well, how do you mean about your life today? You know, we live in different times today. Oh, you mean like, oh, those scripture verses were written way back in the old days. (laughs) You know, today there are so many things changing all of the time, and things are just different today. Well, there's really nothing different today that happens today than when it actually happened from yesterday. The only difference is now are the new pieces of equipment and toys. You know, no oxen, no horses, no buggies. Now we have cars, trains, planes, and TVs, computers, mobile phones, hand watches that kind of remind you of the old Dick Tracy movies. And yes, to answer all of your questions, we suddenly find ourselves going, Hey Siri, what does this mean? (laughs) Or Hey Alexa, what does this mean? And I want you to know that the Lord wants you to know that he has an app for that. That was great, Brian. But here's the same scripture verse in today's message Bible. But don't let it phase you. Stick with what you've learned and believed. Sure of the integrity of your teachers. Why? You took it in the sacred scriptures with your mother's milk. And there's nothing like the written word of God for showing you the way to salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Every part of Scripture is God-breathed and useful for one way or another. And then showing us truth, exposing our rebellion, and correcting our mistakes, and training us to live in God's way. And through the Word, we are put together, and we are shaped up for the task that God has for us. That is from 2 Timothy 3, 14-17 in the message. Wow, what a great word and message for us. 
So here is something to try today. Pray and ask the Lord for help. And then get up and get out of the pit and get inspired. Do something positive in your life today. And when that happens, you will be motivated and you will breathe in all that God has prepared you for this day. Then do something exciting. You bet. Get up and go out and share that excitement with others. Breathe in the emotion of change into their lives and make someone's day and give them an inspiration for the day. Wow. This was an awesome study, Brian. You bet it was. And so, Leah... If you need to take a break, we can take one, or we can just keep going till the end. What would you like to do? Oh, let's keep going. All right, so here we are. We're going to be on the last part of our study tonight, and that last part of our topic is called fulfillment. Uh-huh. This, oh, ooh, I love this word. Yes, and that is awesome, Leah. So tonight we are going to be talking about fulfillment. This is our last topic. And you know, every day is a new day, and we begin each day as if it were the very first day of the new year. Yes, it can be. And your new day can begin with excitement and change. So here's something to think about. Do you think that you are nothing and you have no purpose? Well, think again. You were made for just a time such as this. Amen. God knew when you would be born, and he had already placed in in you certain gifts and talents to be used for his purpose. If you think about it, folks, his word reminds us of this promise in the book of Jeremiah. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And that's from Jeremiah 29, 11, New International Version. And that is a great scripture verse, Leah. Amen. And I just want to thank you for sharing that with our listeners tonight. Now, I want to share something very, very important with you. Today, I am looking forward with eager excitement to the to the Hebrew New Year that just took place. It's a year of fulfillment, and it's a new season according to this year. Oh, me too. And here's one of my main reasons. I want to accomplish more than I did this past year. Oh, yeah. I want to reach more people and encourage more people than ever, than ever before. That is awesome. Now, let's talk about this word fulfillment for a little bit. So what do we know about this word? Webster's online dictionary describes fulfillment as the act or process of fulfilling. How about that? (laughs) Now, for you history buffs out there, interestingly, Webster's stated that this word was first used around, are you ready for this, 1775. Well, I decided to do a little digging and found that this word fulfillment comes from the word to fulfill. Yeah, duh. Uh, Yeah. It means to put into effect or to convert into reality or to do what is required by something, such as a promise or a contract. That's neat. 
Yeah, and to seek to succeed in doing or providing something. And lastly, to succeed in achieving something, to make something such as a dream come true. Oh, we always like that when dreams come true with oh, yeah. his help. Now, this word fulfill in the Hebrew language is the word asah, and it means to make or produce. It means to prepare. It means to make an offering. It also means to attend to, to put in order. It means to observe. I like this one, to celebrate, to acquire, like land, property, another keyboard. <laughs> it also means to appoint or to ordain or institute. I like what it said about fulfilling in the book of Chronicles. This is from number one, Chronicles 22 verse 13 from the Amplified Bible. Then you will prosper if you are careful to keep and fulfill the statutes and ordinances with which the Lord charged Moses concerning Israel. Be strong and be of good courage. Dread not and fear not. Do not be dismayed. And that's from First Chronicle 22, 13. In the Amplified. Thank you, Leah. Now, I looked up this verse in another translation to share with our listeners tonight. Uh -huh. And here's that very same verse, but I'm going to read this in the Message Bible. And this really rocked when I read it. Okay. That's what will make you successful, following the directions and doing the things that God commanded Moses for Israel. Courage. Take charge. Don't be timid. And don't hold back. <laughs> Brian, are there questions that people might ask about learning to fulfill those important things in their lives? Well, sure there are. And here's a great question to ask yourself. What do I need to do to fulfill the vision that I've been given to do for this year? That is a great question, Brian. And are yes, there are and is. And here's another one. What do I have to do to prepare to plan and act upon fulfilling those goals. And these are more than just goals. Well, yes, they are. But more importantly, it is the vision that you have been given. That's right, Leah. In fact, this morning, Leah and I came up with a very short list of five things that we wanted to do to help you in your daily walk towards being fulfilled. First, you need to read God's Word daily. You need to feast on his manna and bread. This will fill up your heart, soul, and mind. I love that. And here's a great reminder about feasting. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life, and whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Secondly, pray for his will, for discernment and direction. That's right, not our will and not a graft that said, oh, I need to do this or this or that will happen. Yeah. And so this is really important, that we need to pray for his will, mm -hmm. that we are reminded of this from 1 John 5, verses 14 through 15, and I'm going to read this from the New American Standard Bible. And we have this confidence in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. 
Mm-hmm. And if we know that he hears us in regard to whatever we ask, then we know that we have asked him for ours. And that's from 1 John 5, 13 through 15, and the New American Standard Bible. The third thing to do is write out your plan. What do you want to do? How will you do it? And what it will take for you to do it? Thanks, Leah. And, you know, we need to write down our goals and our plans and our vision. And I love the way that we are given instructions from the Lord, and this is from Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. And this is from the Amplified. And I remember when our good sister friend Shelly said, I've got a word for you, and this, this is from Habakkuk 2, 2 through 3. Then the Lord answered me, and he said, Write the vision and engrave it plainly on clay tablets, so that the one who reads it will run. For the vision is yet for the appointed time, for the future time, and it hurries toward the goal of fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And it will not fail, even though that it delays, wait patiently for it, because it will certainly come, and it will not delay. Oh, I love that verse. That is one of our favorites. Continuing, number four on our list is... Discard the distraction, the distraction, and list those things that have kept you from your vision and purge them from your daily tasks. You can still have fun, relax, and enjoy your hobbies and other interests, but do not let them take away from what you have been called to do. That's right. Your calling is extremely important. And here's a great verse to encourage you with this. And I'm going to be reading this from Proverbs chapter 4, verse 25. And again, I'm going to be reading this from the Amplified Bible. Let your eyes look directly ahead toward the path of moral courage and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you toward the path of integrity. Oh, wow. That was an awesome verse, Brian. And lastly, number five on our list is take action. Write out an action plan. Begin to put your plan into action today. That's great. And here's a great verse to help you with just this task. This is from Proverbs 16.3. And again, I'm going to read this from the Amplified. Commit your works to the Lord. Submit and trust them to him. And your plans will succeed if you respond to his will and his guidance. And that's from Proverbs 16, verse 3, in the Amplified Version. Oh, I love that verse. So as you begin to work on your vision and the plans for the future, I would like for you to remember that God has a plan to help you fulfill his vision for your life. So, Leah, why don't you share a great word of hope and promise for from the Lord for our listeners tonight? Oh, I would love to. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be confirmed 
conformed, I'm sorry, into the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he he predestined, predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. And that's from Romans 8, 28 through 30. Now, during this year, if you find yourself struggling, remember that we are more than just conquerors because his, re, his word reminds us of that in Romans 8.31. Oh, I want to read this one. All right, dear, it's all yours. Go ahead. I am reading this from the New American Standard Bible. What, then, shall we say in response to, to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? That is awesome, and I just want to repeat that for our listeners. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Amen. And that is just awesome. So here's a little reminder of our program today with regards to our daily walk. Jesus Christ is our hope and our future, and with his help, He will be the key in bringing our vision to fulfillment. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in and joining us this evening. So I'm Brian Fouts. And I'm Leah Fouts. And we are with Hazak Ministries, a ministry out here in Columbus, Texas. And just as a reminder, we have written a couple of books about our journey and how we got into ministry. Our first book is called From Misery to Ministry, A Walk of Faith Through the Loss of a Loved One. It is a wonderful book that brings hope, healing, and encouragement to those who have lost a loved one. You bet. And it's easy to read, and it will make an impact in your life. Uh-huh. And that book's also available through our website. And, yes, we do have a second book, Leah. What's it called? Yes, we do have one. It is called Steps of Faith. And Steps of Faith is an exciting adventure into learning to be led by the Holy Spirit. And these encounters would become the stepping stones for our own Steps of Faith, learning to trust Him in all things and for all things. You bet. And guess what? We also have a third book. That's right, Brian. It's called Walking Through Grief, A Journey of Peace. This is a really great book that has lots of great resources and stories to help you through the grief process and to bring healing to you, to your family and friends. And we also want to bless you with our message of encouragement. And pray that these books will help you to be open, willing, and obedient to the Lord. And we hope that these divine encounters will assist you in learning to take your very own steps of faith. You can learn more on how to order this book by visiting our website at www.hazakministries.com. That website address again is www.hazakministries.com. H-A-Z-A-K-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S dot com. And isn't there something else, Leah, that they should know? 
Oh, yeah. When you order the book from our website, Brian and I will personally sign your book or books. We, we ship the books first class so that you have it in two to three days. And if you buy one for a friend, we will ship their address to their address from here. They make great gifts. Ah, uh, did you tell them they make great gifts? Uh, yeah. And so, Leah, thank you. And if you'd like for uh, Leah or myself to come speak at your church, to your men's or women's groups, or to one of your special events, or to a grief or bereavement group, please contact us at H three eight three two. Eight seven eight eight zero four three. That number again is eight three two eight seven eight eight zero four three. And you can always reach us here on our handy dandy landline at nine seven nine five hundred forty two fifty six. That number again is nine seven nine five hundred forty two fifty six. And just a reminder, this would be a great time to write down all of the things that you were thankful for and share them with your loved ones and others. And I'm thankful that Jesus saved me and that I can serve him doing work for the kingdom. Oh, me too. Amen to that. And we also want to thank you, the listeners of Reaching Out Radio, for tuning in this evening. Mm -hmm. And it's been an honor for us to be a featured guest here with Evangelist Montel Fields on Reaching Out Radio, where we are reaching out to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And we also want to let you know that if you have a prayer request, you can either email that to our website, or please feel free to call us at 979-500-4256. We're here most of the time, and we would love to hear from you. And so with that, thank you again for tuning in tonight, and remember... Be strong and be Hazak.